talk software and tech. The question of how much the applications in use from the last year will continue to see the demand as we start talking about reopening. Let's bring in Ken Stilwell. He's the chief financial officer at Pega Systems, ticker PEGA, stock up over 60% in the past year. Ken, welcome to the show. I just want to start by having you walk us through where Pega Systems is involved in some of these important applications that are basically, from what I understand, businesses communicating and being able to talk with customers and have apps that are fairly easy to put together in code. So introduce us to yourself. Sure, thanks, Oliver. Uh, happy to uh, join you here. I appreciate, uh, appreciate the time. Thank you. So Pega is a leader in um, low code solutions for digital transformation. So what does that mean? If you've ever opened an account, applied for a loan, uh, enrolled in a healthcare plan, uh, opened a credit card, purchased a cell phone, which is pretty much everybody has done something like that, then you've engaged uh, with the Pega system. And you know, our clients are the largest healthcare organizations, banks, communications, insurance, just to name a few, uh, few of the industries. And what we're really helping them do is modernize and digitize the experience that their customers have when they engage. So as you know, a lot of commerce has moved to digital channels. And certainly during the last year, that's been exaggerated by COVID and, and, uh, and, and the disruption it's had to being able to be out physically mm -hmm. uh, into stores and, and in front of, uh, in front of the, 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 uh, the vendors that we all use. So it's been really a kind of accelerated, this digital transformation thing is, is accelerated significantly uh, over the last 12 months. It was gonna happen anyway, but I think what might've happened in five years and really got compressed into less than a year. Now, the question of course, uh, Ken, is what that means for the growth rate going forward. The last earnings you reported uh, about a month ago, it came in ahead of the expectations for the street on the bottom line. You gave an outlook uh, of revenue above a billion dollars as you just cleared that hurdle and you expect to see 1.25 to 1.2 billion in the coming year. Uh, estimates were for 1.21, you had 1.25 on the results, so you did better than uh, the street thought. Still, the stock has pulled back with some of the other tech stuff lately, kind of getting wrapped up in this idea of how much growth goes forward. Can you keep up what you've done over the past year? So we've been growing, um, we've been growing about 20% or so over the last few years in what our key measure is, which is annual contract value, the amount of recurring spend that we get with our clients. I okay. think that's just a starting point in terms of what we can grow. I mean, the market is so immense that we're in and, and all of our clients are looking at digitizing and modernizing the way that they engage with their with their customers. I think that this is just a, a story that can continue and even accelerate. One of the things we're most excited about is the amount of our clients that are engaging at in our Pega Cloud solution, our SaaS solution, which is growing over 50% a year uh, over the last uh, three or four years. So we're really excited. The adoption is just amazing. One of the things that I noticed just looking at the numbers using uh, Bloomberg's comparisons to about 50 companies in the cloud and uh, SaaS space, the top line is growing at a smaller rate, about the 30th percentile, but your bottom line is growing closer about the 80th percentile compared to peers. I know you mentioned the annual recurring revenue is the one that's in those double digits up to 20 plus. Where's that coming from, the bottom line growing faster than the top? Is that because of the new types of business model or what? So we, uh, we went through a cloud transition over the last three or four years where we 
previously we sold the the majority of our business as, under a perpetual license model. Okay. And we went through a, a cloud transition which started in the beginning part of 2017. And so we've we've just started to emerge out of that where you're really seeing our revenue growth start to catch up with our ACV growth as as the business kind of, you know, the the, uh, the accounting kind of normalizes with the fundamentals. I um, mean what you're seeing is as that revenue accelerates a lot more of it goes to the bottom line. And so that's what you're seeing with that dynamic of the of our margin really improving and will continue to do so in the coming years. Yeah, there it is right there, margin uh, from the last uh, quarter, uh, significantly better uh, than the year before, about three percentage points, uh, which is pretty pretty big jump, two and a half percentage points uh, roughly. So in terms of competition, how does this uh, happen going forward, do you think, Ken? I mean, we've seen so much demand, as you described, right? It's quite obvious demand for some of these systems was pushed forward. Do you think that there will be more of a war, kind of of attrition going from here where there are businesses that say, okay, hey, we needed all this. Now we only need maybe one provider or uh, we only need a certain amount of uh, the uh, contracts compared to what we needed over the past year. Is it going to be more competitive? Are you going to have to spend more on salespeople or marketing in a way to keep up? Because there's a lot of other businesses, maybe they don't have the specific tech you do or the low code solution, but I got a lot of software companies coming on here and telling me that they're the ones. Well, look, I, I don't think that we can take our eye off the ball and assume that if we don't invest in sales and marketing and our distribution channels and partners, that we will continue to have the success that we've had. So I, I certainly think we're going to have to continue to invest in the business. I think there's a, a really interesting dynamic going on, certainly in enterprise companies, but I think it's becoming more common even as you go down to mid-market companies where our clients want best-in-class solutions for the specific application that they're using, and they're not going to be able to pick one vendor across all of those different types of activities uh, that they need to perform, because quite frankly, one vendor isn't best-in-class in all of those uh, different areas. What that does is that requires companies to be able to seamlessly integrate across all of these different best-in-class applications to be able to execute work, whether that be in a, a sales channel, a marketing channel, uh, connecting to the operations uh, of your business. It's just not reasonable to think that they can do it with just one software provider. So that therein lies the opportunity to help digitally transform with our clients, to help them be able to get all the best-in-class applications, but yet still have it be all seamless so they can execute their activities end-to-end -end, uh, as, as quickly as possible. And hopefully even um, in a self-service environment as clients go to digital channels and and, and you, know, you really don't even need to engage with a client, with a, with a human, the systems are smart enough to be able to pick that next best action or that next best conversation and help that client or customer through the journey. Ken, and uh, one last thing, just in terms of the metrics folks should look for going forward, cash flow positivity, is that something that, uh, that we should expect uh, in the near term this year? Uh, 2021, we will certainly do better on, on free cash flow as we exit the cloud transition. I think as you okay. get to the end of the cloud transition, which will be kind of towards the end of 2022, I think our cash flow will dramatically improve and normalize as we, are, we will now be a completely uh, SaaS or recurring business compared to a few years ago where our business model was very different. Ken, thanks for coming on. Really interesting stuff. Appreciate you joining us. Thanks, Oliver. Thank you. Ken Stillwell is the Chief Financial Officer at Pegasus Systems.